Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. What is going on? Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. This week's OTC Player of the Week comes to us from California as University of Texas A&M commit Maya Perez takes home the weekly honors. Maya hit 583 with two doubles, three home runs, and seven RBIs while playing with the Athletics Mercado Smith team last weekend in Chino Hills, California. Great job, Maya. Best of luck moving forward and, of course, with the Aggies. On to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with 2016 ISC World Champ and current member of the men's Canadian national team, Ty Sebastian. Ty has had an amazing career to date, and he's just getting started. Not only has he won an ISC World title, he's also won a Canadian Midget and Junior National Championship, an ISC 2 title, and now has his set sights on the World Cup with Team Canada down in Auckland, New Zealand at the WBSC Men's World Cup starting at the end of the month. We're going to talk to Ty about getting a start in the game in his hometown of Brussels, Ontario, that epic 2016 ISC World title win with the Toronto Gators, his amazing run at this year's Canadian Senior Men's Nationals with the Toronto Batman that led to Ty being named playoff MVP, and much, much more. Seabass was an absolute beauty to chat with. Hope you and I are excited to watch him and the rest of Team Canada coming up at the World Cup. So as usual, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I've got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling. Ain't never felt this freedom. I've got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. Ain't never felt this freedom. Could you, could you say that anything goes? <laughs> hey, welcome to Bill Smith's basement. Welcome to the basement. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. Good. Back to back weeks. Yeah. Weird. Putting pressure on me. Oh, sorry. I'm missing poker night. Are you? Well, I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> it's across the street. They play every Thursday. And I watch? always get invited. And no, I don't even go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Save your money. I don't play poker, so <laughs> they, that's why they all want me to come. <laughs> oh. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I got a story to tell you. Fire away. So last night, uh, on the coach watching TV, and my daughter Harley, she comes up beside me and like snuggles into me, and yeah, I'm like this is weird, like man, what she, did you do wrong, yeah, kid? She never does this. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Kelly was in the shower, and uh, I'm just watching TV, and then she gets out, and I look at the clock. It's like, man, it's eight thirty. I'm like, Harley, you gotta get ready for bed. Like you have school tomorrow. <laughs> right. Anyway, she was sleeping on me. I was like what is going on here? Like you don't fall asleep ever out here. Yeah. Anyway. So I woke her up. I was like, honey, get, get in the bathroom. So she's like, Oh, okay. Okay. She goes in the bathroom and within a minute, she's like, daddy, I'm all done. I'm like, all right. So I went in to grab her like pajamas, like her pajamas were above, like we have a shelf above the toilet and everything. Right. And I went to grab them and I found, I got her shirt and I was like, man, where's her, where's her bottom? So anyway, I was like, are they out there? And I walked back out. I come back in. I walked into the bathroom and she was sitting on the toilet and she just projectile vomited. Right oh, across. shit. And I was like, it was. It looked like it was out of the exorcist, right? Oh, no. So I'm just like, oh. And it whenever, and I was like, and all I could think of, I was like, she's going to do it again, obviously. Yeah. I jacked her up off the toilet, twisted her around, lifted the toilet seat at the same time. But she didn't put her head down. She just, boom, straight forward again. <laughs> Wall, toilet. Jesus. Every, I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. This is, 
this yeah. is just not good. Anyway, Kelly was in the bedroom and she heard the commotion yeah. and she come around the corner and as soon as you turned the corner and just looked in the bathroom, she's like, oh my God. <laughs> and then she was like, started gagging her. I was like, get out, go, just go. I'll take Jesus, care of this. Man. And the funny thing is like, I don't like, you know, who likes puke? You know what well, I mean? Nobody does, you know of course, I mean? but with, but with kids. my kids, I'm yeah, fine. Course, I'm Jesus. fine with yeah. my own. Yeah. And so I was like, get out. Like, I'll take care of all this. Anyway, it took me almost 45 minutes to clean the bathroom. Lord. It was hell. Poor thing. I know. And I don't know what, like the weird thing, like she was off the week before with like COVID. I don't know. She never tested positive for COVID, but she was sick all week. Anyway, but then this happened, like, and the weird thing is Kelly's mom, who was former teacher, she was up at the school today and, and apparently uh, Harley's teacher that she had last year only had six kids in class today. Wow. So some kind of bug flying Something's around. Something's going around. That, uh, Fuck, I'm really glad I'm in your basement right now. Oh, everything's good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't carry bugs. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> another thing I want to touch you about. Okay, good. Uh, this, is, this is family hour right now. Go no, ahead. No, no, it's nothing to do with family hour, but one thing I wanted to give a knowledge, acknowledgement to yeah. is softball New Brunswick. Oh, uh, 100%. What? Did you see me comment on it? I did comment on what they do. No, I I was just going like. I are, you, are you talking about how they lay things out? They're athletes of the year. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'm totally floored. And actually, another thing that I saw today, I'll, if you want to talk about them, I'll. Yeah, well, I was as I said, I was on Facebook, and I, I well, Scott Wells is a good friend of mine anyway, but I was just following what they do. Matt Whipple's part of that whole process, right? They were naming male athletes of the year for softball, New Brunswick, female athlete, builders, umpires. Everything. Yes. They're taking care of growing the sport in New Brunswick. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, it's it, it's a black eye on our sport in Nova Scotia, to be honest, because we don't have anything organized like that. Yes. And so even anyway, baseball, Nova Scotia does it here and we don't. Right. Anyway. So today I'm just on Instagram and, yeah. and Angela Valentine with softball yeah. Canada. Yeah. She, uh, she's on there and she posted this picture that, Look, read that, and if you could zoom in on the card on it, if you. Welcome to Fredericton. We are we are so pleased you could join us for the 2022 Softball Canada Congress and annual general meeting. Please enjoy the complimentary wine on behalf of Softball Brunswick. We encourage you to explore the city during your stay and enjoy Fredericton. All New Brunswick has to offer. Man. So this is for the AGM for Softball Canada. Right. But they also have their own Softball New Brunswick thing. Right. Yeah. But I mean, for Softball New Brunswick to. Yeah, man, they do it right. They do it right. Man. Hats off to them for sure. Hats off for sure. Yeah. They're growing it and they're promoting it and they're doing it right. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And I mean, we've been up to Ferguson the last two years for a couple tournaments and, It's a softball city. I love it. It's great. Great. They have great facilities there. Yeah. And hospitality is always great. Yeah. They're really working on it. They're good guys there. Big time. Big yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. Um, Scope's out with the boys tomorrow night. Yes. I've been emailing or, sorry, texting back and forth with guys and uh, trying to get guys out. Scope wants to throw for an hour from five to six, just as the sun goes down. Um, should be nice and warm. <laughs> well, actually, it's supposed to be 18 degrees yeah. tomorrow, so it'll be cool when the sun goes down, of course, but some guys are coming, but they said they're going to bring their mittens. Better than the last, last couple of days here. He just wants to have some uh, some live at bats just to pitch to someone. Yeah, yeah. I offered to stand in there. I'm not going to swing the bat, but I actually... I'd hate for one to get away and just get me like, I'm not fucking standing. And the funny thing, I was thinking the same thing yeah. about, you know, just in, in my head, I'm like, what if one just hits? I, I'd cry. I'd be broken in half. Oh, I'd fucking <laughs> die. I'd be still laying there. Yeah. Get one right in the knee. Oh, Jesus. No way. Yeah. No. Yep. Anyway, he's working hard. I can't say enough how proud of him we are. Yep. And, uh, but anyway. Yep. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be, I'll be over there tomorrow night watching that shit go down. Freaking right. Yeah. And we got one of his teammates from team Canada coming yeah, on. Yeah, Newly appointed uh, softball Canada member, Ty Sebastian. Yes, sir. We've kept this well one under deserved wraps. Well-deserved softball yep. Canada member, Ty Sebastian. Yeah. We've kept this one under wraps. We didn't, yeah. we haven't said anything about it. No. Uh, so happy that uh, Ty agreed to come on and. Yeah. The kid had quite a summer and uh, he's had, you know, a, an illustrious career leading up to this. Man. And, like He's I was, showcasing his talent and yeah, I yeah. was very impressed with him at nationals, of course. Yeah. We're going to, that's actually, we're going to talk about that right off the get go. We're yeah. going to talk about, you know, some recent stuff, you know, how we usually get right into yeah. you know, talk about, we're kicking it right off, like with recent sure. stuff right now, yep. but man, I, I doing the research for him, man, this guy wins. He's a winner. Yeah. That's yeah. good to see. And if th- that's good for team Canada, a hundred percent it is Man, for now and the future. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah. 
yeah, I'm excited to uh, talk to old Seabass and uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll uh, see what uh, he's got to say. Yeah, let's absolutely. get to Absolutely. Okay, sounds good. All right, here we go. We are happy to have on with us today 2016 ISC World Champ, 2022 Canadian Senior Men's Playoff MVP, current member of Canadian Men's National Team. What, what? That will be competing for gold at the WBSC World Cup in just a couple of weeks. Ty, Sebastian, Sevas, thanks for coming on the podcast, pal. Thanks for having me, fellas. Looking forward to it. Let's have some fun. Yes, sir. How's things going up in the big metropolitan of Brussels today? <laughs> Never even heard of it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's going. I think we had a nice day at 22 degrees here. Oh, oh geez. Sun was shining. She cooled off now, but uh, yeah, she's going. Man, we had that we had that uh, weather last weekend. Yeah, last week it was beautiful. Twenty twenty three, and John Stewart had a snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had that yet, but uh, yeah. we've had the, the nice weather here the last few days, and it's been nice to get out on the dive and do some training. Excellent in the nice right. weather, not this uh, cold crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like been... poor old Justin Schofield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I heard that the other day in holes. Yeah, holes. That's a little cold for me. Yeah, yeah. Scope said again tomorrow night. Uh, get some guys coming to take some at bats against him. They said they had to bring their mittens, of course, because Scope decided to do it, of course, after work, and it's five o'clock, and the sun goes down at ten after five now, so it'll be a little chilly for them. Oh Christ! Yeah, I'm that would be that. cold. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Couple handbreakers there for sure. Yeah. yeah, I just wouldn't swing them. I'd like hoping hoping I touched on the intro. I was like, yeah, fuck, fuck that. that. I, like, I don't even. I wouldn't even want to stand in in case he hits me. Like, I'm breaking half. Chance. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, enough of us go. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. First, we got to throw out a big congrats to you and being named Canadian national team. I mean, must be absolutely pumped to be heading down to New Zealand in just a few days now. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, uh, especially. Well, it's going to sink in, I think, more the start of next week. Um, it's well, the excitement was here right as soon as I got a call from Stewie. And, uh, but coming up Tuesday, flying out, I think Monday is going to be the real day where it sinks in that it's for real now. So, yeah, get down to work and hopefully, or, well, not hopefully, bring back that gold medal and hmm. be pretty excited after that. Yeah. What was it like getting that call from Stewie? Uh, I was, I was actually reffing hockey when I got it and it was, uh, I was like, I only had a few minutes with him, so I was like, oh, holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> so then I had to go back out and deal with some pricks on the ice. <laughs> nice, nice. What, what were you roughing? Uh, junior hockey up here. <laughs> right on. Doesn't uh, Cody Gibbons is playing up there, isn't he? That's no. what I yeah, he's, I'm not sure what league he's in. I don't, I don't do him at all. No. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I just saw he posts every once in a while, and I, from what I heard, it was junior. Uh, yeah. how, how long have you been roughing? Oh, I can't even remember now. Oh. They all blend in together, getting yelled at by parents and oh, kids. So. That's one thing I could not. Yeah, you like, got to be thick skinned for sure. Like, deal with that bullshit. Like the fact you, uh, <laughs> hope you became an umpire in the last. Yeah, few but years. I know all the guys I umpire. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. And I can fucking beat every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. Now, before we, of course, get into start of your career like we do, how we start every podcast, I mean, we got to talk about Nats. I mean, since it's relatively fresh, what a mm-hmm. performance by you! Playoff MVP with the Toronto Batman. Safe to say that the confidence was growing as the games got bigger. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, after while well, we were, I think I we were sitting there at Kelly's Pub on a Friday night for a team dinner, and we were discussing all the options. Well, we thought we had the playoff math figured out, and then uh, little wrench was thrown into it. We thought we were going to get, I think, Elmira. We figured. And then somebody beat somebody pretty handily, and we got Grand Prairie for yeah. game one. And uh, it was pretty much lined up that I was going to get the ball in game one no matter what. And then we had that. It's like, screw it, I'll do it anyway. And then basically told him it's my ball until I'm pretty much dead. So, man. Yeah, you didn't die for quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not at all. Sunday was a little after the games were over Sunday the yeah. body was not liking it no, no. oh I don't imagine yeah that was quite a performance I we mean were... unfortunately we had we experienced it firsthand yeah, yeah on yeah, Saturday yeah. Uh, well until Trav took me heard the bugger well that, no that's what I was going to say yeah, like, Joe, Joe, I, I, I was going to say like the fact that you know Jones get that two run shot to put us up two nothing and the fact that you know he played with you guys for a number of years now like was that something that you know motivated you guys you're like fuck that like jonesy's hitting the two-run bomb out let's let's wake the hell up is it like yeah that helped a little bit and 
Well, and of course, I had to throw a slingshot to him, and he knows I only do it on rise balls, so he was sitting on that pitch. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, it, man, he... Uh. That's like first time that we actually get to, you know, know Jonesy and get to see him being on his team. Man, that guy is such a fun guy to have on the team. Great teammates. Unbelievable. Doesn't doesn't usually say too much, but when he does it, yeah. it's usually pretty meaningful. So, yeah, yeah, yeah That's right. for sure. Now, I mean, of course, you guys, after us, you went on, you, you beat the Noofs one nothing. I think the hitman there and then yep. handled Niagara. 10-2, I believe, and face the noose in the yeah, finals there. Yeah, 10-2 or 9-1 or so. I yeah, something like it was, that. It I was mean, a run rule. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that Sunday alone, like, I mean, you just touched on it after pitching all day, and it, you last to the first inning, wasn't it, the finals? Yeah, I went, yeah, the one inning, and looks in the second game of the day against uh, the Stompers. I was at the plate in the third or fourth inning, I can't remember, and Got a pitch up and in that hit me in the right arm when I was at the plate, and then that kind of didn't help the arm at all. But yeah. battled through it as much as I could, and, mm. and then we got through the first inning. And we were just pumped to get there, and well, that's what that whatever happens, you get to the finals, and then you see what happens. Our bats were hot, so mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And then just everyone kind of ran out of steam. That's a lot of ball. I think we what we figure was about seven hours on a diamond or eight hours. Yeah. It's- that's unreal. I mean, super impressive though. Oh, big time, big yeah. time. And I mean, you, you had to, you had to face a team that, you know, I mean, we talk about their dynasty on here a lot on home soil, on home soil, yeah. lollies, lollies, lolly retiring, yeah. fucking lolly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it helped with us beating them in the round robin. I think it won't come up too. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh yeah. That's right too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that was sure. opener, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it was the game. Yeah. Game one. Game one. Jesus. Right. Yeah. Nothing like, yeah. Awaken a sleeping dragon there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, exactly. Yeah. But uh, no, man, got to say that was, that was impressive to watch, you know, even though we were in opposition, but man, that was fun. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Fun to watch. So. And fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, oh, yeah. Good one. Good one. Hope you I got to use that every once in a while. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Seabass, no tell us about, uh, you know, with every guest we have on here, tell us about getting your start in the game growing up in Brussels. Well, just we, very small town. I think we got about a thousand people or so and played minor ball here in town. And then uh, we only have up till Bantam in town. So started really leaving town about Peewee, I guess, for travel teams like the OASA stuff. Um, played, there's a couple local teams, OASA, and then got the chance with the Red Devils from Wyerton and U19. And then we really yeah. built that. We won a few Canadian championships with them and mm-hmm. then moved on after that to the Napanee program for my last year junior and then just went right into men's ball from there. Right on. Yeah, we'll we're definitely touching on all that. But I, I looked up Brussels on Google Earth. Like this is what I do for my extensive research. While he's at work. <laughs> do not listen to Keith. <laughs> While I'm at work, yeah. <laughs> but uh it's funny. I, I looked it up on Google Earth and I was like, I was telling Hopi, I was like, man, this reminds me of Brookfield here in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Like small mm-hmm. small community, like ball field like stores everything and just seems like a like just a great place to to grow up would i be correct in saying that yeah it's nice here like uh pretty much for what well nowadays now we got a bunch of imports moving in mennonites and stuff like that because we got a mennonite school here but oh. uh before oh, really? that we you'd know pretty much everyone walking the streets and uh you'd recognize everyone or like you've either see them in the rink in the winter or you see them on the ball field in the summer and we, uh, the men's team I play for here in town, we host a tournament every July. So town usually gets, there's quite a few, well, our beer tent's pretty sweet set up. It's right in a full block and it's in the outfield of our grass, of the field. So mm. everyone comes down to that for the weekend or for the weekend anyway. So nice. we had a pretty good setup and I'm only three blocks away from it. So it's even better. Oh. Three houses away. So it's even better. Jeez, that's, oh, geez, that's yeah. Perfect. Stumble home. It's perfect. Walking distance to the ballpark. And, yeah. Yeah. I, man, I know exactly how you, I grew up right behind left center in, uh, in Brookfield at Elk Park. <laughs> yeah. I like was like right there. So man, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Screw getting in a car, driving to a game when you can just walk yeah. there. Yeah. That's right. Three minute walk in your home. That's right. That's right. So what was the minor ball system? like growing up there like before you moved on to wireton uh in town it's really not that great you get people for uh well it's good to get get out and about and stay local to your roots but mm. really for the chat like you want the competition level you gotta go out of town for this like it's a lot of 
it's starting to get a little better now. We got a couple good age groups built here now, but when I was there, it was you getting people that just still hardly know how to throw, or their parents put them in, and which it is what it is. But yeah, it was a little tough, and that's when the competition started to get a little better than the rest, and you wanted to go out and play something a little more challenging. Right, right. So you moved on to, like you said, Wyerton Red Devils. Yeah, I think I went. 2011, wasn't it? So, yeah, that was for Midget. So, yeah. like, Peewee and Bantam, it was just Blythe, which was a town 15 minutes from here. It was just a different league, and then we just went into OSR ourselves as our league team and see how we did. And mm. We did all right. I think we got top eight each year or something, and then uh, went to, for my first year Midget, went to Sebringville for a Midget team. Okay. We got shit-pumped a lot. And then... Well, we were we played a lot of games too that year, and it was a league thing. You do all your OSA tournaments, and it worked out playing Wyerton a few times, and played good enough in front of them that I got the ass in that off season, and then nice. went down there and played with them for the three years. I think it was yeah, three years. Yeah, wow. one year of midget, and then the age change kicked me kind of. So I lost a year of midget. Oh, that's right too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then got it, but I got an extra year of junior. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess it makes it up on the back end for sure. <laughs> that's but I right. guess it was only the U21. So it used to be U23 before the age yeah, change. So that's right, too. That's right, too. Yep. So 2011, of course, you guys won the Midget Nationals there in uh, Fredericton. Uh, like, yep. That, how exciting was that for you? I mean, that, that would have been one of your first major tournaments, correct? Yep. Yeah. That was the first year. Yeah, I never did, a, never did an Eastern Canadians or nothing. That was my first Canadians in general. Mm. Um especially doing it with the same team that you played all year. It's not like you're getting picked up with the, uh, if you don't make your top, what is it? Top three or four go from Ontario yeah. and you get picked up. But it was like, you, you want it with the team that you were with all season, which was pretty important. Mm. And it was uh, pretty rewarding that way. Cause you knew everybody. And we were doing actually, I think we were playing men's league in the blue water league at the time with that team. So we were like, we played every Tuesday home games and then we have whatever on the road, but we played, I think, 20-some games in the men's league with that same team. So we were ready, especially playing against men. And the, then when we went back to midget, it really reflected. Mm. And, and it's funny. I mean, we talk about it all the time in here, like especially our league with the Canada Games team playing in our league this past season. I mean, it, they benefited that Canada Games. And any of the – any coaches out there that, you know, coach midget teams that have the availability to put their teams in men's league, I mean – that's something they should definitely do, don't you think? Hundred percent. Yeah. Because even even it's the like I know going back to our hometown here, we got a U twenty or U eighteen and U twenty team or whatever the age groups are now, and there was only five teams for the two ages. But those U seventeen or eighteen, whatever it is, kids playing against the U twenties, they've just got themselves so much better. Yeah. From playing people older, they're not making those bad habits playing down an age group or. Because that's what some of them have to do, especially with the shortage amount of teams around here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that uh, 2011 team that won nationals in Fredericton. Uh, anybody on that team that uh, still playing today? Uh, Trav was one of them. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Who else was on it? Andy Barber. He still plays out Ottawa way. Um, Austin Brown. He's with the Batman. At the start of the season, he was still playing. That's awesome. Um, trying to think who all. Mike Root was on the no, sorry, he was on the thirteen team. Okay. Um, I, I don't think there's really. Well, they're all playing other men's leagues around here, but nothing not that. Uh, yeah, but I mean, as long as they're still it. like, they're still good, like most of that team's still playing in men's leagues and, and yeah, still playing hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. See, that's yep. The, yep, that's the main thing. As long as they. Yeah keep playing the game that's like i mean we have that trouble around here like i mean you look at hopi i mean that 2005 duff and harv's can the games team and there's only like a select few of them that not even a handful yeah like yeah just keep playing the game yeah (laughs) yeah um let's talk about 2012 you don Mm -hmm. don the red and white for the first time represent canada national junior team the world's in argentina uh first what was it like to be named to Team Canada? That one was, it was good because it came after, I think we had Canadian, or yeah, it was Canadian Championships in Owen Sound, I think. And then they went, because everyone was in Ontario already. So then they took us to a week-long camp in Kitchener, actually. And then 
had a pretty big week of games and well everyone was pretty exhausted i think from having canadians but yeah and then you do a week long that and then like you have to call on sunday or saturday or whatever day it was but yeah that was pretty exciting especially being the first time to put the red and white on that was uh well especially when i wasn't a flyer i hated flying so that was my first real flight to somewhere to play ball which is pretty exciting oh really you don't oh, wow. you don't like flying no, I didn't at the time. Oh, okay. Because okay. yeah, you got a long one ahead of you coming up here. <laughs> <So> you got- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a long one. Yeah. What was uh, so? I mean that that uh, that world was in Argentina. How awesome was that atmosphere? Oh, it's so different down there. Mm. Just the amount of people watching, uh, the hooting and hollering that they do up in the stands. Like you could almost see them before every game. They were trying to get whoever they were playing, especially Argentina, whoever they were playing, get them distracted because they either had women in not much clothing dancing in the field or they nice. had some big, big something going on, like a ceremony every time. So you get warmed up and then you got to stand around for it, which was fine, but yeah. it was very different down there. It was cool, but a lot of people, like especially when you played Argentina, yeah, the amount of people there, holy geez. Well, I mean, we saw it firsthand that, uh, what was the tournament? That the boys were in the Pan Am qualifier. Pan Am qualifier. Yeah, yeah. that was insane. ridiculous. Just, it's like just, a just soccer from, match. Yeah, fucking oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I would love that though. Atmosphere. Uh, that Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. I mean, as a player, that has to get the juices going. 100%. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got to talk about some players on that team. First of all, oh yeah, Cody. Cody was on that team. Right. Cody Anthony. Yep. From here at, uh, he's good friends with ours. He's actually, he's family to me. He's my cousin. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, Carson Susi, And each other yep. was on that team. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. There was a, I think there was more, I think there was a bunch of Alberta guys on the team. Well, Irma. Were, Irma was running the show yeah, back well, then. Pretty much that town, yeah. Yeah. Man. And I also. You, how many, there was about four or five of them, yeah. You had uh, my Canada Games coach, Tommy Doucette, as your head coach. Did you not? Yeah, good old Coachy. Yeah, Coachy, man. Yeah. That guy was one I of a kind. Him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he knew the game pretty well. Oh, did he ever. And trying to... The best is... <laughs> we have a guy here at home that can imitate Tommy to a T. And it's, you know... Of course, you would know how Tommy talks. And it's just... Yeah. He, the way Tommy would get his, like, speeches out, you would, you'd be like, man, okay, I definitely want to play for this guy. Like <laughs> he was just one of oh, those yeah. motivators, right? hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, actually I want to ask you about, uh, Carson, like, do you guys have you like keep in touch or anything or? No, not really. No, no. no. I mean, he's gone on to have a pretty good NHL career. So, I mean, he's doing very well. Yeah. No kidding. yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Little, little tough, little tough in the, in the corners and whatnot. Um, 2013, you capture the U21 Canadian Nationals again with Wireton yep. uh, after a ridiculous final game by yourself. Hope you get this. Three for four, three home runs, five RBIs in the finals. <laughs> That's not bad. That's three for four, though. It's not a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> How special was that one for you? Jesus. Well, going into that, because uh, back then I was well, I was throwing a bit. It only sounds a sand pit. And, uh, I was doing like the push and drag. I wasn't doing the jumping yet. Mm-hmm. So whenever you get the, the push or whatever, you dig a bit of a hole and umpires weren't really liking that. Cause the night before, I guess they had an umpires meeting about Kimmer who was playing. It doesn't matter, but they were digging down. They got down a foot deep or whatever. And they cracked down the following day. So I got kicked out of the game for digging a hole. Jesus what? Christ. So then I was, I had a pretty good round Robin going too. And then I think that was the second last game of the round Robin. So then going to playoffs, Kind of went on a cold streak. I think I might have been at the time three for three for fifteen or something like that. Just couldn't get the mind straight, and then finals came around. Well, luckily, what the losers lost our first playoff game, so we got lots of games to get ready, mm. and yeah. then just got in the finals and put everything behind it, and just went out there and swung. I think it was three rise balls I put out too. Just swung <laughs> over my head. <laughs> you think after the first one, you'd be like, ah, let's stop throwing rice balls. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we, I think all of our, all of our runs in that game alone came off home runs. Cause I think Trav had one. Aaron McCall had another. And then I had the three. So I think we had five home runs on 10 RBIs for the game. Yeah, that's right. Too. I don't know how Jonesy hits home runs. He doesn't swing very hard. <laughs> no, no, he's a soft swinger. Holy fuck. That guy swings. <laughs> oh, it's, it's insane. And, yeah. 
And the funny part about that is during the week, I was kind of talking, well, the Wyerton was done after that year. That was, everyone was aging out. So I pretty much said I'd go play with Napanee anyway. Oh, okay. I was going to bring that up actually. Yeah. And then after the game, it was kind of just everyone go their own way. And it was our, it was a done deal that I was going to play with them the following year anyway. But yeah, it was kind of uh, one of those things you didn't talk about the next year too much about how, how it went down in the finals. So (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, box score right now as we speak, and one of the funny things I noticed, uh, your Toronto Batman teammate, Craig Hamill, was pitching in that game against you. <laughs> I just, I think the one came off him. Was it? Because Cole Bolton started. Bolton, yeah. He got the yeah. loss, yeah. Well, at least he got yeah, one pretty off. Pretty much half, well, half the Batman. Uh, we have a few of the Batman on that team, at, or in that final. Because yeah. Hamill was there, Austin Brown was there, myself. Uh, well, Trav was there, so there'd be about four or five of us in that final that we were Batman at. Wow. Does Cole Bolton still play ball? Not that I know of. That guy was a pretty much a phenom. In 2012, I coached our, our uh, midget team. I was one of the coaches, sorry, in Nova Scotia, and we played Napanee in uh, in Fredericton, actually. And yep. we, we beat them uh, to go to the gold medal game against Irma, who were pretty fantastic. <laughs> but Cole Bolton was like a phenom at that Nationals, but we beat yeah, him. Yeah, because he... Yeah, that team was built because they were a year younger too. Yeah. So them getting to the finals, that they pretty much had a good team going into the next year too. That's yeah. another reason why I went decided to go with them because they were all at that ninety four age. So right. they were all going to be the last or the they had two more years of junior yet after that. So they were a real young team, but they were good. Home. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. Man, so, do you know what? What? So he's not playing anymore? Like, I haven't I don't, heard of I don't myself, know if he's, so. I don't know if he's playing out east because I think he's from uh, Napanee. I'm not sure what he's doing. I think he's actually from Flinton. I think that's the town he's from, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't think he plays much anymore. Right on. That's too bad. So, uh, of course, tell us about uh, winning that Nationals, and then, of course, you'd uh, you'd have to leave right away. Yeah, it was <laughs> we had a bit of fun or whatever in the outfield and had a few in the recreation tent thereafter. And, and then that was my first year of ISC. So, I think myself, Jonesy, and then one of our coaches, or two of our coaches were actually coaching the Nationals, too, for Wyerton. So Trav was with them, and then I was with Midland Emerson Aces. So we jumped in the car. I don't know what time we left. Dinner time, and I think we got down there sometime wee morning. And, mm. and I think we had a the Emerson Aces, I think we played at 9 o'clock or something on Monday morning. So drive all night, play that. It was real fun. How'd, how'd you end up with those guys? Uh, Kyle Crawford, he was a pitcher from Alvinston. And I think they were short a tournament or something, so I went and helped yeah, cool. them out, and I just got linked up with them. Kyle wants a new flame with us in 2016. That's right. Yeah. 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 yeah so I got linked up with them, and then went and played ICs with them for the year. And one thing I got to laugh at, of course, you guys went down to ISC two, would win the whole thing, but the fact yep. you beat Wyerton in the finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How cool was that for you? <laughs> Especially with the yeah, with the driving guys. Yeah, so I know, right? It was for near a league game for me because we play them in the men's league all the time, anyway. So yeah, oh, that's awesome. And then we got stuck, and after that, we were in the U twenty one division two with the Red Devils. Oh, really? Yeah, that's we only had ball. Yeah, well, I think we were. I think there might have been seven Red Devils that actually went, and then we just were picking up guys that were with the big teams to help us out. At one point, Trav was pitching, I was catching, and then I would pitch and Trav would catch the next game. So, yeah, there was a couple of sore thumbs. <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. So, I mean, when you you guys started off on the main bracket in the ISCs, did you not? And then yeah, dropped down? So, well, essentially, I, I guess that would have been obviously your first ISC tournament. What was, uh, was that a big eye-opener for you, you know, playing against uh, all those big names? Yeah, like I think the, the game that we got there for, I think we were playing – Houston Carnage, I think, was the team. And uh, I think it was Tony Mancha was pitching. It was like, you're standing there. It's like, what the hell is he throwing here? <laughs> it's like, well, I'll just go sit back down now. So. Yeah, freaking right. Mancha was pretty good back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Um, 2014, I mean, like you mentioned, you after Wyerton, you went to Napanee. You'd be in the U21 finals again. Yep. Drop a 4-2 decision, unfortunately. Uh, I guess... You said had the the change came over from Wyerton. You guys were all done. Is that the, yep. like, that's what you said? Yeah, they were all aging out. Yep. 
man, that's a, uh, that kind of sucks though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the fact you guys like won a national only- title and then, then everybody, you know, like you pretty much have to drop the team, man. Yeah. I think there was only, there might've been three of us that were actually going to be of age to play junior the following year. Yeah. I think it was all that was left. It was myself. I think Tom Fisher was one and Spencer Rod, I think was the other one. So mm. that was all that was left. So there was no, nobody coming up behind you guys at that time. We were the only, I think we were the only team really that was from wire. Like that played OS day there. There was nobody yeah. really else. It's too yeah. bad. That is too bad. So what, what what were the guys like? Obviously, the guys from Napanee definitely probably open like welcomed you with open arms after hitting three dingers off them in the, <laughs> the final year before. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good that way. Like um, in 2013, we all well, I think there was four or five Napanee guys that were on that. Uh, it was an international tour in Saskatchewan. It wasn't like the Canada Summer Games or anything. I think it was a year off or something for it. Mm-hmm. They had that international, I can't remember what oh, it was right. called, international yeah, invitation yep. or something. Played. Yep. Jake played in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, we were pretty much half the, well, all like, the Ontario team was half Napanee, or quarter Napanee guys, quarter Owen Sound guys, quarter Wyerton, then a bit of mixer from there on. But So, I played with half them before anyway, so it wasn't too much. Or even with the national team, like Taylor Brown, mm-hmm. Paul Bolton, Sloan Crayer, no, just Taylor Brown and uh, Cole Bolton. We played together anyway there, so I knew a bunch of them already. Yeah. That's always, yeah, well, I guess that's a good thing going into a team that, you know, you haven't played for before, <laughs> having that no, familiarity, exactly. yeah, for sure. Uh, 2016, another big year in your career. I mean, uh, you win an ISC World Championship with Toronto Gators. First, how amazing was that experience for you? It was all just being around those, like the Brad Ronas and like Ben Anoka, and Anoka, Sean, just seeing stuff like that. It's just, it's crazy to see what they put, like how they prepare, especially as a young guy going into that being 23 and just learning from guys like that. Mm. And just that whole thing was just amazing. Just the way it was run. And yeah, it was phenomenal. Well, so, I mean, I mean, looking back now, like if you were to like look down and be in that situation again, like what are some of the things, like some of the things, like talked about Ben Anoka, Brad Rona, Wayne Lalu, Bullies, Thomas Macchia was there, of course. Yeah. Like, Sean, like what's looking back now, what's something that you would have taken away from that being like, okay, this is something I'm taking with me? It's like, like especially seeing Sean pitch, like if somebody gets, gets a hit or something off you. It's not like it's the worst thing in the world. You got a team behind you that can pick you up. Yeah. Or like you strike it one at bad, just let it go. Like those, like you're looking for a pitch, you don't get it or whatever. Like you just get ready for the next at bat. You put the last one behind you. You're not letting, you're not letting it carry with you for the rest of the tournament or something like that. It just brings you down. It just, their mindset just wild. And I've learned from that now. And especially being young, it kind of was hard to, you're always battling to get in the lineup too. Mm. So you're, pressing a little more but then you just look what they do and it's just comes natural and just keep the right mindset and you're ready to go yeah for sure love it what uh actually want this sidebar question because i follow wayne wayne on social media and i love this guy <laughs> i want to have him on the on the podcast what's what's he like having as a teammate he's a big gentle giant if you know him <laughs> but he looks like the biggest prick if you don't yeah <laughs> like you just you're almost like you're almost scared of him when you look at him it's like Oh Christ! Hopefully he's not coming to second to break up a double play, or he, hopefully you're not catching, and he just wants to run you over at home plate for the winning yeah. run or something. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Man, yeah, like this. Ah, oh, man, I'd want to definitely have him on here because I'm, I'm sure definitely yeah. one of the nicest guys yeah. I've ever met. Yeah, for sure. Now you have to take us through Shane's walk off through your perspective because I mean we've had a few people on here that have you know been a part of it. From your perspective, what uh, what do you remember? I was sitting. I was actually on deck. Oh, and uh, just watching him. As soon as he made contact, the hand like pretty much a few steps. His hand goes up. Oh, just <laughs> watching that ball fly over the ballpark. It's like holy shit! Did this just happen? <laughs> oh, the vest is is Sarge with his. Uh, remember when he was on and he described? <laughs> he talked about. He's like, I hit the ball, and he's like. I put my arm up like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, running around the bases with that. And yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone just, oh, just man. looking at each other, just pretty much cheering and like excitement. And you're right in front of touch home plate. It just, then the, just everyone just erupts when he touched home plate. And yeah. It's just like, holy shit, this just happened. Yeah. Do you remember the celebration that night or? 
<laughs> oh, for the most part. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that had to I mean that I mean, you can go back on YouTube. Anybody that's listening, go watch that walk off by Shane. I've watched it a million just times. Fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I wish and it was a big that, hit. Yeah, that was the I think that was the one year they actually didn't have the footage. Remember Blair was saying that was somebody's wife caught that uh, Brad Rona's wife got I think the it was action. Rona's yeah 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 yeah, 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 right. yeah. that's right too the yeah. one year that they didn't have, it's almost like when the Mastodons won the yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. but anyway well, <laughs> 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 I digress uh, let's go on 2018 uh, you played your first Canadian Senior Men's which blew me away I would have figured you would have played well before that down here in St. Croix in Nova Scotia how come it took you so long to play one uh, I don't even know really why. It just seemed to never really work out um, to go down. I was either playing local stuff here or just just never seemed to work out with who was going or whatever. And then just finally got the chance to go with Wyerton that year. Yeah. Because, I mean, Hope and I were talking when we did our intro here about the 2017. There was, yeah, there was no Ontario There was no Ontario team. teams, which was in Saskatoon, which yeah. struck me weird. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Then what was where was sixteen? I can't remember now. Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Kitchener Cubs were there. Newfoundland. Right. Yeah. 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 So I mean. And Kitchener was in yeah, were, uh, Quebec the year Quebec before. Quebec in twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't really not many Ontario teams really were going to Canadians at that point. No, they weren't. Hmm. That's right. Or not. I say Canadian. I meant Ontario team. Sorry. No, no. We know what you meant. Yeah. Totally okay. Right. Yeah. I'll edit that out. No, You're on I'm Team not. Canada, but you can say whatever the <laughs> yeah, fuck you want. I'm definitely not editing that shit. It takes me too much time. National team member, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> okay, we got to talk about the uh, the HCFL. For those that don't oh. know, that's the Huron County Fast, Fastball League. <laughs> yeah. Now, maybe you can tell us a little bit about that league for people that are not familiar with it. Uh, it's It's basically just a lot of hometown stuff like from where I am, Brussels, there we got we got eleven teams. Um they're that's, all that's a lot within that's great. Yeah. It is. Generally we're all the teams, well, we're pretty central in most of it. We're we're driving about forty five minutes for the farthest one and then the closest one's about six minutes from us. So Man. um so, yeah, it's it's been it's good that way. But twenty game seasons, so So every does everybody have their like home diamond? Yep. Man, that's yep. that is friggin' awesome. Yeah, so like this year, I think there was about five teams that had Wednesday night home games. Uh, one team had a Thursday, a couple Tuesday nights, and yeah, a couple Sundays. No one really likes playing them, but you can have some Sunday fun days after those. Yeah, that's that's the main thing right there. Yeah. Hey, so you got you guys won your fifth straight title, didn't you? Uh, yes. 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 Number five. There you go. There you go, man. Now, geez, you know how school feels in our league. Fuck <laughs> man, I gotta okay. Hopefully, get this. I gotta, I gotta bring this stat up. Seabass pretty much runs the show in this league. He's won four of the last six batting titles and won the top pitcher award for like eight years in a row now. <laughs> Did your dad run the fucking league or no? <laughs> no, I got uh, we like our league's got some restrictions and stuff like that for players and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And like when I was playing minor ball or whatever it was at you or like the Bantam age was basically what we saw from Brussels. So then, uh, actually my neighbor was the one that asked me, do you want to come out and play at 15? So I started playing that and this never really left. So nice. And they, there's so many restrictions, well, not really restrictions. It's just, you have to go through votes now if you want to bring people in and stuff like that. And there's all these other rules that if you've been playing this and that, so yeah, it's been pretty good. It's mm. nice, especially when you can play for your hometown team and, oh, absolutely, and walk yeah. three houses down and you're at the ballpark. Yeah. And yeah. You're fun in a block and a half after that. So. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one thing I noticed, like I went on your guys' league website and if you go on this, like, I don't know, who runs your league? Uh, each team gets, it's like a three-year term for, it rotates, like president gets switched every three years. Oh, wow. Hmm. That's a different way to do it. And then one team takes over the Twitter for... I think one team's been running that for a few years now and mm-hmm. another guy takes turn. Like it just, it rotates throughout for all that kind of stuff. Oh, cool. Well, I noticed, I noticed like if you look up the stats, if you go scroll to the far right, it'll say if you're eligible for awards or not, which, you know, yeah. that's a, that's, you know, that's a pretty freaking good thing to have. Cause I mean, if guy only plays. Yeah, you got, yeah. It's like for ours, 
to be eligible to play in the tournament, you have to play seven games. Mm. And then you have to pitch 14 innings and play seven games if you want to pitch. Oh, okay. For just yeah, for yeah. the tournaments and then to be eligible for the like for the stats. I think it's yeah. four, 40 some innings pitched and 40 some at bats or something like that. So you got to play quite a bit. And nice. Especially when you only got about 12. Well, we have about 15 guys and dog days of August. You're lucky if you get nine. So you're playing pretty much every game when you show up. So, yeah. yeah. So when, when do you guys end? Do you guys end after nationals or before? We're after. We do a year-end tournament. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the third week of September this year. It depends. We've done in the past where we go to the old Ontario Challenge Cup, and okay. all. And same for the year-end tournament. Whichever team wants to step up to host, they can host. So we hosted a couple of years ago, and we went to the OCCs just to give it a try. And so it all depends. Whoever wants to host it usually picks a weekend, and then that's what the league votes on and all that stuff. So right. Is it, do you find it hard for guys to get out after nationals? Uh, I was probably the only one that went to nationals. Oh, okay. I just there's, find, yeah, I just find. Yeah, with, there's not many. Yeah. I hope you don't, you find with our league, like after nationals, like kind of guys die off. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Same as, I mean. But that's like everywhere. I Like I, I, I guess, well, except for the HCF. Like I'd like to play year round. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of guys would, but some guys just don't. They don't have that in them. Kind of sucks, but uh, that was like that uh, that new league they started in Ontario this year. It was like that uh, once ISCs kind of ended numbers. Of, well, everyone's playing quite a bit of games in that week, and then you get back in for a couple before Canadians, and then after Canadians, I think I can't remember when it ended actually, but after Canadian, I think it was the week after Canadians and. Few guys, or there was enough guys that showed up, but yeah, numbers still started to dwindle after uh, yeah. I thought. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to go in there with nine guys, like with nobody on the bench. If like somebody gets fucking hurt, you're <laughs> you're screwed, mm-hmm. or you're the only pitcher. Yeah. Um, a few offbeat questions before we get to uh, player association. Um, who's the toughest toughest hitter you face while pitching? Oh, that's a good question. Well, Brad Ezekiel. Oh, I was going to say, Jesus, man, that's a, I think everybody in North America, well, actually, no, everybody in the world could pretty much say that right now. I hope they well, say that after a couple of weeks. Yeah. What was he? He was on a bit of a bit of a streak there before Canadians, and sure as hell, the Toronto Batman woke him up for him to go off for, what, nine <laughs> home runs at Canadians? Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> yeah, he's a, man, I, like, we speak his praise on here a lot, and, but I mean, to see it in person is just, Something to behold. Yeah, it's like when he, when he hits the ball, it's like oh, I'm not even going to look there. You know what's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And the th- and the the other thing with with Bradley is, I mean, his defensive game is. Oh yeah. Like some of those freaking catches he's made in the ISCs the last fucking couple of years is just insane. All right, enough about the hundred percent. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> enough about the fucking Newfoundlanders. Sorry, man. <laughs> You're in a poker night for me. Oh, sorry. Uh, toughest pitcher you face while hitting. Don't say Sean. Jesus, we talk about the news a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think now. That's Adam would be Adam was tough. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I find some of the ones that are not known that come in that have no idea where the balls go and they just throw hard. You're getting in there and it's yeah. kind of makes it a little like you're sitting in there and you're just like, oh, they have no like the, they throw as hard as they can and sometimes you can't pick the spin up and it's just like, oh time to sit out <laughs> yeah or just hopefully it doesn't hit me kind of thing like that yeah you can't really gear yourself up because you don't know where the fuck the ball's going yeah yeah 100 percent. i've always said that I've, I've i've never liked facing you know the proverbial thumbers mm. because yep. they just throw shit the ball you can't tell like you said you can't pick up spin or whatever and you think you're going to smash the ball off them and they mm-hmm. throw the ephus or whatever the hell that is you throw that 16 kilometer an hour change up <laughs> you know it just fucks you right <laughs> up it's tough those are, the, those are the games you usually lose against somebody like that yeah or at least they shut you down for that three or four innings then you get on to them finally but yeah it takes a little time to get adjusted to that absolutely yeah so i got another question this is some nova scotia geography i just need to know if you know this answer or not this is a little internal joke but do you know if there's a ferry a Cayley ferry that travels from sydney to halifax daily just say no 
No. You're fucking right. I have no idea. No, no, there isn't. I just wanted to get that out there. That's oh a my God. little internal thing we have going on with a person from Nova Scotia. But anyway. I can't believe you oh. brought that up. Fuck him. <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up. It's part Tinder joke. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to say his name, but nah, no. No, don't say that. his name. I'm not going to say his name. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I fucking told that. you I was going to. <laughs> I told you. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, so. Ty, what are, uh, of course, WBSCs coming up? What uh, what are the goals moving forward on your career here? I mean, obviously, gold coming up, but I mean, beyond that. Can I jump ahead of that first? Oh, okay, go ahead. I kind of wanted to know something, Ty, because with, yeah. with being added to Team Canada, obviously, huge accomplishment. When you mm-hmm. spoke with Stewie, and I know you said it was only briefly, but did they discuss with you, like, what your role would be as a pitcher or as a hitter? Do you know what I mean? Because like, I know like with Devo coming out of the lineup, when we mm-hmm. looked at the, at the lineup, you know, you would think Sean would be the, the number one and yep. then Devo would have been the number two. That's the way we had, mm-hmm. you kind of looked at it. Now, those yep. positions have been moved around a bit. I mean, Zippy's going to move up in the lineup possibly, but Scof maybe where we thought maybe he's going to be the cleanup guy. Maybe he's moving into the number two spot. <laughs> so it's going to be, uh, I mean, there's lots of components and lots of pieces to play with, which is fantastic for Team Canada. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I was just wondering, right. were you told by any means like what your role would be or what to expect or? Uh, no, not really yet. Yeah. Um, I think that's what that Palmerston tournament's really going to be. Right. Um, yes. Is everyone's going to get a chance in different situations and uh, basically to earn your position, which I like that idea of the competition level. Like you're you're battling to get in that lineup at all times. Uh, yeah. When you get your chance, you got to you gotta be ready to go no matter what the circumstances are. So That's right. Mm-hmm. Very true. I love it. Yeah. Now, back- how, how can we get to fucking New Zealand? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Remember I said I was trying to get that... Uh... Did you put that fucking stepper thing that your father loans on Kijiji yet? Or? No, I didn't. I forgot okay. to. Anyway, back to mine. I guess uh, after... Yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. 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 After, uh, after Worlds, of course, what's, uh, what's the goals moving forward? Try to get back for that uh, ISC championship. Uh, that one did a second one be nice. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I there's a lot of these guys that like jumping around team to team, and I like what we got going right now. Um, try building with them guys and see what we can do. I think, especially the ISC schedule, if you can make it till Saturday, good things happen once you get there, and just see how that goes. And then obviously try going for a Canadians. That'd be the big one. Haven't done that at the senior level yet. Just try winning that one. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Man, that's, I love hearing where, say, you like Staying st- home. stick with the same guys. I mean, yeah, that's, I, I do that's like one that of too. those things that is rare. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, you know, you're coming out party this year. I, what we considered anyway, because you had a fantastic summer IC wise. You had an unbelievable nationals. You, you like we, when we talked to Stewie, he said, you know, it was a numbers thing about guys making team Canada. Of course, it was the hardest decision he's had to make mm-hmm. as picking a team. And of course you and uh, Jordan Pomeroy were the two that he mentioned that were, you know, unfortunately the two that were kind of left out in the scheme of things, but it was yeah. only because of numbers, very interchangeable. Now moving forward, you know, you go down, you have a good tournament with team Canada. You're potentially you know, you're, you're young, you're potentially many years of playing with the Maple Leaf on your friggin' Jersey. If you're able to maintain that same ability that you did this past summer type thing. So that has to be that's a goal for you for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the once didn't, especially getting down there, getting the taste of it. Oh. You don't really want to get rid of it. No, no, God, not at all, man. And that atmosphere down there is just going to be, fucking electric in New Zealand. I mean, yeah. the last time they hosted, what was that? Uh, Just make something up. I don't know, man. I, I should know this. I'm fucking <laughs> on. fucking computer in front of you. Use Google. But anyway, the last time, <laughs> the last time they hosted it, it was the crowd. Was it 2013? 2013. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Fuck. Thank you, Ty. Thanks, Ty. I have a good computer right in front of me. I should have just looked it up. But, and two uh, phones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's what it was. I'm just guessing myself. Oh, fuck it. Uh, we're what going 2013. It? Anyway, yeah. The, it but was electric back then too. Man. And, and yeah. I mean, remember we had Don Tricker on here who was yeah. coach the team and, and other players from the team. And they said, you know, they had, they sectioned off the left field bleachers for the family. And, right. And mm-hmm. it was just like 
the whole atmosphere was crazy. I'm sure it's going to be even double that now, especially with the fact how social media is now and the buildup that they can get. And they actually have a, a TV provider down there that's playing the yeah. the full games and everything. Like, I'm so excited to to watch it here. Hopi, you're definitely excited to watch it. Oh, God, yeah. Ty, I can't imagine what it's going to be like to be there. Like, <laughs> it's going to be insane. Yeah, right? it'll oh, be incredible. Like the other thing about it is it's like the World Cup. The World Cup, it's awesome, but that pre-tournament is going to be just as good, if oh, not better. Shit, like yes. you, got yeah. those, you got those top six teams playing off in a warm-up tournament. Yeah, it's pretty that's amazing. Basically the, that's pretty much the World Cup right there. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's going to be interesting to see what the teams do as far as like lineups go. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we had like when we talked to Stewie and we talked yeah. to uh, Julio. talked to Julio. Like, I mean. They, I, with Julio, I think he pretty much is going there to win the thing. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but, yeah. But uh, it's going to be interesting. It's like you said, it's going to be a tournament to see what the lineups are going to be going into the World Cup. Well, there's spots for guys to earn. Yes. By going there and yeah. playing in that warm up tournament. Yep, for sure. It'll be nice to get a few more at bats even before the tournament, like get some of the rust off if you mm-hmm. haven't been facing the guys and whatnot like that, too. So that'll help. Yep. I think sure. you also have some exhibition games, too. Uh, wasn't it, uh, Ron said they play an exhibition game against team Canada on the next Thursday or something. Anyway, be prepared. You got lots of fucking ball coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, buddy. Let's get to uh player association. I'm going to throw out some names yep. to you. And, uh, if you have a story, anything, just talk about them. First one, Ryan Bolin. He, uh, I don't. I haven't seen a guy that throws the ball harder back as a catcher to a pitcher. <laughs> it's just oh, he just. I've never seen a guy throw the ball back harder than him. Yeah, I know. It's into and he's a motherfucking leader, <laughs> big time. Oh yeah, like yeah. it's just basically if you have, like especially with the Gators there, just the way he can control it, um, just sitting there or even playing third base for that matter. If you're not on your toes when. When him and John struck a guy out, it's like, here comes the ball snapping down. Don't miss it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Next I have is Cody Skelton. Oh, Cody. Oh, we've been, we've had some fun. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, I haven't seen him go off like he did at Canadians that first couple of days. Because I was joking with him when we were playing, I think it was the noose, actually. When he uh, had the two home runs in the game. And I just kept joking with him. You're on pace to hit 17 home runs this tournament. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> and but he still had an awesome tournament. But no, he did. Yeah, a lot of a lot of late night cards and very intelligent conversations. That's for sure. When we're playing cards and no, no doubt. No, he's fun to be around. And just thanks for them, him and his mom, just running and him and his mom and dad for running that team. It's been awesome to play for them. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Tyler Anderson, Randall. Uh, he good good young guy coming up too. Mm. He uh, puts the work in. Don't really got any funny stories about him. I can say he came in. He just he came in against us that game when you come out and when I think last two innings he had six strikeouts against us in that. What the vice versa? You mean he started? Tyler started, he started against the game us. against you guys, and yeah. then I came in for the last five. I've been, I think. I've been drinking some beer here, man. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Holy fuck! No, but he. Uh, he works hard at it. Oh, for sure. And That's right, too. Fuck. I'm an idiot. It was funny. He just, <laughs> yeah, firefighter Randall. Right on. Uh, two more here. Buddy of ours, Justin Schofield. Oh, Christ, Skull. Funniest guy. One of the funniest guys in fastball, that's for sure. <laughs> Still, what you think? What year did we close? Oh, a Bear Creek at the Rawlings Grand Slam Cup, I think it was. And there was a line drive back at him and I don't know who took a photo. It got posted in the WhatsApp group and he was just a graceful machine falling to the ground. <laughs> a lot of guys talk about going falling down. <laughs> Not just that photo there. Just, and he comes back. Well, yes, I shouldn't have thrown it there. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's just a funny human being. Oh, for sure. And I understand you guys had some phone calls prior to. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, especially after this, when the Canadians ended, it was just, he reached out and, just explained his scenario that he had back. I can't remember what year it was for him. Nineteen, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, just that little bit. Him reaching out really meant a lot to me there and helped me through it. And then 
he reached out after I got the call for this one, like to go and just, he's been there. He's an awesome dude. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wears his heart in his sleeve and he's 100%. an awesome guy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And last but not least, of course, is uh, you've played with him for a while here, Travis Jones. Oh, Trav. He, uh, yeah, I don't know when the, well, we started in oh, not, or no, 2011. I don't know how many years we played together now, but it was always with Wyrton. We kind of had that, well, it was a competition between the two of us, but we just fed off each other when we're at the plate or doing whatever we were doing. It was just you feed off the one. If one got a double, the other had to eat a double or just that. And, kind of felt bad for teams at times when we were doing this and just we <laughs> fed off each other the whole time like in junior ball it was he hit one out i'd have like not have to but yeah i'd you try to, to. One two, or, <laughs> yeah and just we just fed off each other it was crazy and just a fun teammate to be around and just an awesome athlete too to play with and when he didn't say much but when he did you knew you had to listen yeah it's nice just you get to the field this year especially it's playing with him was mm. you'd tell when he got upset because he was a lot more vocal this year and other years. And it's like, Oh, better watch out Cause he's on the rampage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually he did that in, in one of our circles there at, towards he the did. end of the tournament. And yeah. we're like, who, Whoa, who is this guy? Like <laughs> hardly heard a word from him. Awesome guy though. <laughs> yeah. When he does that, you know, he's in the game and it's just like, Oh, he's ready to put you on the back. He's yeah. going to go off now. So it's just, that's the way he is. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, listen, Ty, we got to thank you for coming on here, man. This has been awesome to talk to you, especially right before you're leaving for WBSCs. Again, we wish you nothing but the best going down there. Hope you come home with gold, buddy. Damn right. Hope you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, best of luck. Thanks I, I, I'm looking forward to uh, watching you guys play, of course, and uh, wish you all the best. Take this advantage, uh, you know, grab it by the balls and you run with it, man. Work hard. Perfect. Thanks for having me on, fellas. This was fun. Right Doing on. The shit about ball and yes, kills about an hour on a Wednesday night or whatever night it is here. <laughs> is it Wednesday in Ontario? Oh, Wednesday in Ontario. Oh, Ontario fuck. Man. Oh no, we're not that different. Just Thursday night here. It just kills a bit of time. <laughs> Who the fuck drinking? I'm the one drinking the beer here. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not till later. You gotta gotta go to the batting cage here for a little bit. Get a, oh, good idea. A little training in before heading down. So right on, buddy. All right, Ty. Okay, pal. Best of luck. Best of luck. Great talking Thanks. to you. Thanks, fellas. Take Be care, good. man. Cheers. Yes, sir. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Good luck, Ty. Man, I got off the beer. I actually, in my head, I had him starting against us in that. And now that I'm thinking back, you're getting, right. Getting parody, getting are you? Parody. <laughs> <laughs> getting parody. Getting parody, man. Anyway, uh, um, I'm right. excited he, for him. He's got a lot of years ahead of him. Oh, big time. I yeah. can't wait to watch it. Yeah, me too. I, uh. Again, we certainly hope the best for all of the teams because we cheer fast for oh, yeah, fast yeah. pitch in general. Yeah. We love the sport. Of course, I think everybody that listens to this podcast obviously loves the sport as well. Yeah. And we're looking forward to watching a, a great display of ball being played of the greatest sport on earth. Yep. And we're certainly hoping for Canada to win. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm very excited for sure. I'm excited, like you said, to watch the games. Yeah. That's the first thing. I'm also excited to see the show that New Zealand's going to put on. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I am as well. Because, I mean, they've been waiting a while to host this, and, you know, their passion for ball down there, and we have a ton of listeners down there. Yeah. And, like like I said, I mean, I, I can't wait to see the show they're going to put on, and, and I'm sure the ball's just going to match up with that excitement that they have down there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super yeah. excited about it. So, we have Blair coming up. We have in two weeks. In two weeks' doing, time. Uh, we're, two weeks? Yeah. The couple of days, two days before it starts, we're going to be recording. I'm going to release it the next day. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. You have it's only the tenth right now. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna have Blair on. We're gonna do a prediction show. Yeah. And that being said, I'm gonna throw out some stuff on social media to get you guys involved. If uh, throw out your predictions, any questions that you want to, you know, throw to us to Blair. Probably the Blair because he knows quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, anything that anybody wants to hear on the podcast, like throw it out to us. We'll I'll do my best to go through them all, make sure it's normal, <laughs> not not some crazy good luck. crazy stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean that'd be good to you know get get the listeners involved and For sure. and any questions. But uh, okay, looking forward to it. Said, oh, I also got to throw out. Uh, Today's Monday, Monday, of course, when this comes out. Yes. The WBSC Pan Am Championships for the women. Oh, the women. That's they right. start it Saturday. 
the Softball America guys are streaming that on their YouTube channel. So anybody that wants to watch that, uh, you know, go ahead. They put on, I mean, it's going to be in Spanish. So <laughs> you're just gonna, call me if you need help yeah, translating. Hopi is very good at translating <laughs> the softball America, yeah. but uh, it, it actually is fun to watch with those guys is, doing their man. commentating. I mean, yeah. cause they're, they're invested in it, but uh, anyway, to uh, watch it, going to be good ball involved there as well. So, uh, and also with, uh, well, today is uh, Thursday, November the 10th, 10th here. Tomorrow. tomorrow being November the 11th um, is Remembrance Day in Canada for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'd like to thank all of our past and present members of the military mm -hmm. for all of what they've done and what they have do for us. Um, hats off to you guys. We know it's hard for everyone being away from their family and what have you. And we certainly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. 100%. Hopi, another week. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Uh, let's get to some classified. Classified. When behold, my mojo's out of control Back at it, I'm no joke, going for gold I've been around, put it down all over the globe Still the Nova Scotian in me comes out of my mold The East Coast, my accent is evident No neglecting it, I represent my residence East Coast, and I don't hang with anyone who's selfish Pass the weed, I can smell it, uh, heavyweight Attitude like Chevy Chase I'm over 30, it's too late for you to set me straight I don't ball, I ball hockey Know what you call cocky Ball Marty meets ball coffee Top of the morn, I've been a motherfucker way before my daughter was born Turn the clocks back and check the lock in your door Cause it ain't safe outside no more when